0: We're listening to the number one podcast for Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County. This
1: is OB Pod.
2: On deck for today, guys. we got some local news, some dad jokes, a real estate report with our good friend, Brian Couch, motivational message, some random facts and stories you likely didn't know. We've got a movie review for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and we have a sports section with... The illustrious coach, Rusty Cagle from Lewisburg. I'm really looking forward to that. T, it's been two weeks, brother. Two what you, weeks. What have you been up to, man? Just
0: working. Working, Just. working, working. <laughs> Trying to get everything ready, you know, getting getting the school ready for for uh, coming in and keeping the teachers abreast of what part of school they can't walk into because our hardworking custodians are taking care of business, you know, stripping floors, waxing floors. Yeah. Uh, been doing a lot of cooking up at school though, trying to take care of my guys, man. Well,
3: I heard that. Yeah, you I know, cooking that. up
0: some chicken and some burgers and pork chops and, you know, things of that nature as well. So you know, you gotta 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 take care of people that take care of you. You know what I mean? Oh, no doubt. There ain't no doubt, brother. Yeah. So well, what have you been up to the last two weeks? Well, as if we t- don't know.
2: So, um, my family and I took an eleven-day trip, and we drove. 4,500 miles. Wow. All right. Rented a car. And we drove northwest. We got to, we went to Kansas City. Tried some of their supposed world famous barbecue. I'm gonna go yeah. with a negative on that one. <laughs> Did not hold a candle. I thought the place was really cool. It was Joe's Kansas City barbecue. You know, it's been yeah. made, it's made famous yeah. on diners, drive-ins, and dives, and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, we tried it. The original one, the one that was converted from a gas station. The whole nine yards. We waited 45 minutes outside. Waited 15 minutes inside before I got our food. Yeah. Um, it it looked good, didn't taste bad. It was good, but not great. Does that make sense? Yes, and, it
0: makes a ton of sense to me.
2: And so, you know, in the barbecue world, you know, don't be wrong. There's different flavors for everybody, one hundred percent. You know, yeah. Um, but Kansas City style, or if this was considered the quintessential Kansas City style, the ribs where you had to gnaw off the bone, um, yeah. which is that's a that's a that's a down trait for me. That's not a thing. I yeah. like it to be where Correct. it's a simple bite off. They don't fall off the bone completely, but it's an easy nibble. Gotcha. Um, they uh, the burn ends were more like roast. That was rather disappointing. Hmm. Um, wow. You know, and then um, some of the other stuff was good. I mean, don't get me wrong. The fries and the potato salad and all that kind of stuff. The sides they were good. They were good. Yeah. Yeah. Their beans were a real unique mixture. It was four different types of beans. With huh. ground beef and uh, other a lot of peppers and onions like that, yeah. it was almost like a casserole, not really? beans. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it was acquired taste. You know, so you just you don't know about that one. Um, but like I said, overall, if you had a good rating of ten, I'd probably give it a six and a half. You know, uh, there's yeah. three there's three places in DeSoto County that smoke it right out the window. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's not even yeah. famous or not. I'd rather eat here locally. So. Um, that was the experience. So then we drove north up to Sioux Falls. We saw a cool uh, waterfall feature, and they have this little park area there. Unfortunately, um, it was uh, under a lot of construction in the area, but it was still beautiful. Um, then we drove over to uh, Badland State Park. That was a really interesting yeah. place in uh, South Dakota. Then we went over to um, Mount Rushmore. Got to see the yeah. – just absolutely beautiful. just absolutely gorgeous. If you have not gone, go see it. It's absolutely stunning. Uh, masterpiece, the museum that shows you how it was created, who created it, all that stuff, is just as interesting as seeing the actual yeah. faces on the on the mountain. There's walking trails and stuff. It was really, really special. That sounds fun. Um, we made our way over into Montana and we went to a museum in Bozeman. Um, called the Museum of the Rockies, which is part of the University of Montana, and it is the largest exhibit for dinosaur bones. Wow. And full skeletons of T-Rexes, mammoths, uh, every everything you can imagine, absolutely stunning. I mean, it's just unreal. Yeah. To see the size and grandeur of these things, it just it really fools you. You know, a, you watch Jurassic Park, and you're like, oh, that's CG, da-da-da-da. But then when you actually stand next to the true replica. You're like, yeah, I would be, you know, I would be a nibble, an appetizer, you know. Yeah. Um. Then we, of course we made our way up to Glacier National Park, most beautiful national park I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Felt like I was living in a postcard. It was unbelievable. Going to the Sun Road is the prettiest drive I've ever seen. I uh, can ever imagine. It's just, I mean, don't get me wrong. You're driving along a cliff of a rock face, but it is some of the most beautiful, beautiful landscape I've ever seen. Yeah. And then we made our way down to um, Yellowstone, which you know was kind of a bummer for us. We had a lot. There was a lot of road construction, a lot of stuff. Didn't see Lying. a lot of animals. Yeah, um, we got to see Old Faithful. So basically, we got to see the earth spit up for about a minute or two, <laughs> and then it was over. You know what I mean? It was, it was cool, but it was kind of underwhelming considering the amount of tourism going on around it. You know what I mean? But you drove forty five hundred miles for this. Yeah. So, <laughs> but. The coup de gras was as we made about an hour south of that, and that was the Teton National Park, and that yeah. was absolutely stunning. There's a reason Jackson Hole, yeah. Wyoming, is one of the greatest places or richest places to be, because anything with a view of the Tetons yeah. is spectacular. It is unreal. Uh, it just is unbelievable. I mean, like a good example, a 1,200 square foot single, single or two bedroom condo is over a million dollars in Jackson Hole. Wow. You know, it's just, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um. Anyway, and then after that, we made our way back through uh, Nebraska, and we stopped at the amazing chapel, absolutely amazing, called the Family um, Family Faith Shrine or chapel, um, right there in Nebraska, close to Omaha. Absolutely stunning. Um, and then we just came on home, and um, fantastic trip. That's the second time we've done a 10 to 11-day trip. Um, and it is a Griswold experience where you just get in the yeah. car with the whole crew and just go. My kids were just, they loved it. You know, uh, it's rare that, you know, we, we look at our kids like, Oh, you want to go to Disney world for a week or so? Or you want to go and see, explore? And they're like, let's go explore, you know? Yeah, and, well, that's good. And so it was, a, it was a great situation. I was real pleased well, we went and I encourage anybody out there who's a, who likes to go travel and do things, go for it. It's, I, it's so I worth it. it.
0: I bet you the best sign you saw was when you came back and it said, welcome to Mississippi.
2: <laughs> Man, we were we were ready to come back, but we were not yeah. ready to come back to reality. Let's put it that you. way. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. A um, lot of interesting people out west. Not going to lie. A lot of people looked at us kind of strange from old Mississippi because when they said, do y'all come from Mississippi? So said, yeah, y'all drove? And they're like, really? <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah. And what do you expect, a pickup truck and a rocking chair yeah. in the back? <laughs> That's <laughs> big
0: to say. Go, go check out a Ford F-50. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 74 model.
2: And that's it. You know? It's Gets eight miles on, a gallon.
0: Three speed on the column.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. But yeah, it was a great trip. Real happy I went. And uh, like I said, highly encourage anybody to go. Good. Well, T. Uh, before we get into anywhere else, man, you know we always got we always talk about our good friend Brian Couch and uh, Team Couch yep. of Birch Realty, you know, but he's going to be joining us in the podcast here in just a few minutes, and so we're going to bypass and move on to that and uh, get our weather, man. So, what are we looking like on, on weather? Well, it is
0: summertime, that is for sure, and so we're looking at uh, you know highs in the nineties uh, all the way through about Thursday of this week. Uh, Friday's going to cool down just a little bit as well, highs in the mid to upper eighties. Uh, really mostly, uh, mostly to partly cloudy early through the week. And then come Friday, Saturday, uh, good chances of some, some scattered thunderstorms or whatnot. And then again, we're probably looking at a pretty day on Sunday. So typical weather, uh, for this yeah. time of year and, uh, could be a whole lot worse. And it has been a whole lot worse yeah. for uh-huh. this week. Well,
2: I'll tell you this when on my trip, the highest temperature we got was like 72 degrees. And you, you had to worry about whether or not you needed a coat because it was a little chill out there. And then yeah. I come back, and the humidity slaps you in the face, gives you an uppercut, and tells yeah. you who, I'm your daddy. Um, yeah. And that's what I've been dealing with ever since. So and nothing like going outside and getting immediately sweaty and sticky just going to the mailbox. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right. Welcome home. <laughs> yeah. About a shirt, all right, guys, it's time for our local news. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good friends over at Michael Hatcher & Associates. Guys, look, they are still needing good folks over there. If you're looking for a career change, please go over to HatcherLandscape.com. They have several positions open. They're looking for qualified people, people who want to start out fresh. They'll do all the training. Look, it's a team atmosphere. Great pay. Great pay. Great benefits and a great opportunity to really be a part of a company that's going to help you shine and work your way up the ladder and do you right. Seriously, go check them out over at HatcherLandscape.com and see what they have available for you. I'll tell you what's our news look like, brother?
0: Well, I just want to let everybody know that this coming Tuesday night at 630, the Olive Branch Board of Aldermen will have their regularly uh, scheduled meeting. It's going to be at the Municipal Courthouse, which is located at 6900 Highland Street, Remember, now they are open to the public, so if you want to hear what's going on, the latest in in, in uh, Olive Branch, and as it pertains to city government, make sure and be there. Also, uh, the city is pleased to be a leader of global assessed value. Boy, that's a mouthful, that's a mouthful of a term. Now, not it? Spaghetti, yeah. So basically, what that is is that uh, it's a total assessed value of all the cities in Desoto County. And uh, all the unincorporated areas as well are, are all included in this. This is something that's done by the tax collector's office, uh, Jeff Fitch. Uh, he and his crew take care of all this. But Olive Branch's assessed value for uh, 2023 is uh, $869.5 million, Woo. which is up up 9.25% over last year as well. So uh, the total assessed value of all the cities – in DeSoto County and in the unincorporated areas is two, just over $2.5 billion. Uh But with the assessment that's just for Olive Branch, uh, Olive Branch itself accounts for over 34% of the total assess, assessed
2: value in all of DeSoto County. I'm willing to bet that's got to be the only rival to that. Or, or 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 maybe leading and beating us would be South Haven. You know what I mean? I bet you South yeah. Haven's assessed value is p- probably pretty high with some of the stuff they've got going on. But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's incredible, man. That that's incredible. That's, that, that's a whole lot of money. That's for sure. No doubt. Well, guys, speaking of home values and stuff like that, uh, is your house not in good shape? Is it in bad? Maybe needs repair. Maybe it's outdated. Or or worse maybe you got it from a loss of a loved one or a divorce or something who knows But and you just want to get rid of it fast the market's starting to go downhill maybe a little bit we're going to find out here in a second with Brian but is it something you want to get rid of and you want a fair I mean fair cash offer yeah. from somebody here local not some big company outside or something like that Please go over to iBuyDeSoto.com and check out what they do. This is our good friends, Rodman Properties. They run this website. They try to take care of stuff here just locally. They flip houses. They turn them into rentals. Uh, but it's a good thing. They improve them, improve the community, do a lot of stuff, and they make fair cash offers for homes. And so if this is something you'd be interested in or know someone who'd be interested, please send them to iBuyDeSoto.com. And here, I'll give you a little more information from one of the owners
4: here.
5: Thanks, Zach. This is Abby from Rodman Properties. Hey, if you own a property, just maybe a house that you don't like or house with renters that you're just not interested in managing anymore, we'd love to talk to you. Just help you out with an offer. If we can't make an offer, we can definitely point you in the right direction. You can check out our website at iBuyDeSoto.com or you can send me a
1: text. Call me at 662-469-6365.
0: All right, some good news for the city as well. Improvements are coming to the city of Olive Branch Airport in the amount of just under a half a million dollars. I think it's $499,082. I think we only were asking for 49980 and we got 49982 <laughs> But anyway. We got a tip. Got a tip. That's right. Got a little <laughs> tip there. The uh, Mississippi Transportation Commission ordered the city a grant to rehabilitate the South Apron at the uh, – olive branch airport this rehab will be a multi-phase project but it's a great boost in making improvements uh for an airport that's slowly but steadily becoming one of the busiest ones in the state
2: yes there is no doubt there is no doubt i know we don't have hardly much commercial traffic but considering we have just as many or more if not the most in the state touchdowns and liftoffs that's incredible so that's a a great sign for the future great sign for the future absolutely last thing here just want to remind all the parents
0: uh, if you've not already done so, make sure you can get your, your students registered for school. It's a lot easier to be to be done in the summertime and it can be done completely online. Make sure you have stuff uh, like your current address, uh, your student names, dates, birth dates. Uh, the biggest thing as well is to make sure, that you are able to provide two proofs of residency. Now, those proofs can also be uploaded online. You just got to make sure that if you're using a utility bill, like a power bill, a water bill, a cell phone bill, things of that nature, it has to be your current month's bill. Correct. And And the address on the bill must match the address of your residence also.
2: That is correct. That is solid, man. Yep. What do you call it? There's a lot of folks out there that wait until school starts and then your kid suffers for it, you know what I mean? Because they don't have a schedule. they sit going they get stuck in a gym or a cafeteria and wait. And a lot of times they end up with – not the best course selections because well, most of them are full because we waited. Right. So that's um, right get in there and take care of it, guys, if you hadn't done so already. Well, guys, that's it for our news. So just a quick reminder, if you'd love to join us, advertise with us, or get information out here on the podcast, please reach out to us on our email, theobpodcast at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Facebook and or Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. right, guys, it's time to bring in our good friend Brian Couch onto the show. Uh, Guys, he is the number one realtor of the realtor team here in DeSoto County and he has been a part of our podcast since the beginning. Absolutely fantastic guy. I love getting him on the show about quarterly, uh, maybe two or three times a year to kind of let us know how the housing market and real estate is going around here because you know as well as I do. yeah, Schools are good, property is good, things go up and down, Um, but you know the bottom line is, is that it's curious how things can so fast or so quickly shift yep. you know yep. and go and down split. so um i was able to get him on the phone and get a little information so let's go that audio now hey guys i've got my good friend brian couch here on the podcast brian how's it been going brother doing good man going good Good to hear, brother. Well, look, man, we get you on the pod because we people want to know, man. How's the housing market doing? Because you know, I swear, when I see realtor signs now, it feels like the prices are not as high as they used to be. Has there been a downturn, or what's going on?
3: Well, we haven't really had a downturn. Uh, I mean, obviously, we did. And, you know, last time I was on, I told you we had a downturn in around August of last year, and then it stayed pretty consistent ever since. And that's kind of what I did for this uh, this episode is I didn't compare the second quarter to last year's second quarter, I have compared it to the numbers we did last time, January through March. I did April through June this time to see kind of where we were numbers-wise compared to then.
1: Uh-huh.
3: Uh, and when I look at DeSoto County as a whole, actually everything is better, which it should be better in the second quarter. I mean, you're getting into the months where school's getting out. and You have, you have more activity in the market as a general rule. Um, and when I compare... DeSoto County as a whole, from the first quarter to the second quarter, we're actually up over almost 200 houses in sales. We did 765 sales in uh, those three months compared to only 582 in the first three months of the year. Mm, and, gotcha. the, uh, and the average sales price for the county actually went up about $10,000. It was 333000 The first quarter and now it's a little over three hundred and forty four thousand.
2: So that's the average price?
3: Yeah. Yep, that's the average price in DeSoto County was three hundred and forty four thousand for the second quarter.
2: Wow, that's incredible.
3: So and then the average days on market actually went down a little bit compared to the first quarter. There again, it should, as you get into the hotter months of the year, uh average days on market went uh down to forty five days on market compared to fifty four for the first quarter. And the average inventory is down below just below two months worth of inventory now. Where I think back in the first quarter, we were about two and a half months worth of inventory. So, as a county, you know, everything looked better in the second quarter, and theoretically it should a little bit, but it tells you that, you know, we're kind of weathering the market, so to speak, right now.
2: That's good to hear. Well, I guess it makes sense, honestly. I mean, like you said, summer months are the best months to move. Especially if you want to put kids at different schools or something like that when you have such an array of good schools around here, uh, it, it makes total sense.
3: Um, well, and to see all the county numbers being better for the second quarter uh, is good because interest rates you know, spiked a little bit from the first quarter till now as well. Um, in fact, for the first time about a week and a half ago, I saw FHA and VA go over 7% for the first time. In conventional 30-year, had gotten up above 7.5%. Now as of Friday, uh a conventional thirty year was seven percent, but compared to when we did this show back in March, it was six point three. So mm. you know, that's a pretty good jump. And FHA and VA are up almost a full point. They were five and five point seven back in March and now they're as of Friday we're at six point five percent. So, you know, that you know, with the interest rates going up and the sales still getting better Yeah, that tells you we're doing better than a lot of parts of the country are right
2: now. Yeah. No, true there. True there. That's great, man. That's great. Well, do you have any specific numbers for uh, our area?
3: Absolutely. You know, I do. And (laughs) I think last time we started in Center Hill and worked our way to across to Lewisburg. So I'm going to go backwards this time and start with Lewisburg. Uh, Currently in Lewisburg, there are 51 active houses on the market. Uh, 32 of those are new and 19 are existing. Uh, there's 44 homes under contract too. So almost as many homes under contract as there are active listings right now. Uh, there's 77 sales in the Lewisburg school district in the uh, second quarter. Uh, the average sales price though actually did tweak down a little bit in Lewisburg. But if you remember, it was at 476,000 in the first quarter now it was at 455,000 uh, that the average price per foot stayed exactly the same at about $164 a foot and that tells you that the the cheaper and I wouldn't call anything cheap now because you know we don't have any cheap houses in DeSoto County more for the most part but it just tells you the lower end is still selling better than the higher end and that's a product of the interest rates going up yeah. right. as the interest rates go up obviously you know you lose buying power so the fact that the sales price dropped to twenty thousand, but the average price per foot stayed the same, shows you that that trend is continuing to be the case. Uh, in fact, you know, as a whole, not just Lewisburg, but up to about four fifty, the market is still really solid from a selling standpoint. When you get above four fifty, it is a little bit slower right now. Um, so that tells you it's been trending, you know, fairly steady, but you know. Drop it down a little bit as the interest rates go up on the average sales price. Um, the average days on market in Lewisburg wasn't much different. Uh, the first quarter it was seventy days on the market, now it's seventy nine days on the market. But you know, you could take a screenshot of any two week period and that fluctuate. You know, so that's not really a big difference between seventy and seventy nine. Uh, one thing I did find interesting because last time we talked about you know the houses under a certain price point. In Lewisburg right now, there's only one house for sale under 200k, Woo. and there's only two houses under 300k currently active on the market. So unless <laughs> you're a 400,000 dollar buyer, you're, you're you're fighting for houses still in the Lewisburg market when they come on the market.
2: Jeez. so mm.
3: uh, so that that kind of stood out to me a little bit as well. Yeah, uh, you know, and then I went on. I did Olive Branch second. Um, Olive Branch's numbers were actually better across the board for the most part. Uh, They had 43 active in the first quarter. Now they have 47 active. uh, 21 of those are new construction and 26 are existing. They also have 41 pending sales. Uh, They had 88 sales in the second quarter. Uh, So they had a few more sales than Lewisburg, but they're cheaper price point as well, too. Uh, the Olive Branch School District. The average sales price for the second quarter was three hundred and thirty-six thousand, and that's up from three hundred and nineteen thousand in the first quarter. So that took a jump up. That's impressive. Uh, they also
2: yeah. go ahead. I said that's impressive, man. Because uh, you know you, you just don't think of uh, houses in the Olive, you know, like the, the center area of Olive Branch would have such a high average or keep going up. That's impressive.
3: Yeah. No. I mean you know, because they're in the middle of town, old town, Olive branch, you do have some older houses that are not, you know, what you would call the higher end houses. So for their sales price to be 336,000 tells you that, you know, DeSoto County is still booming in a big way right now. Uh, Their average sales price per foot was actually up $3 a foot to 153 compared to 150 a foot back in the first quarter. And their days on market went down to 48 days on market compared to 51. So, Alla Branch School District, as a whole, did better in every statistical category for the second quarter as opposed to the first quarter. Uh, they and actually in the Olive Branch School District, there's only three homes total listed under two hundred thousand right now. So yeah, that you know, Olive Branch you, School District you usually see more than that on the market, and like I said, they only have three. So it tells you uh, there again as the. $200,000 $300,000 houses hit the market, people are still fighting over those. You know, it's still like it was a year ago. Maybe not to the full extent, but if you have that price home, you can count on you're still in a seller's market right now. So, and then the third one I did was Center Hill. Um, they have 23 active houses on the market, so they're actually down a little bit from 27 back in the first quarter. They only have six new homes on the market right now and 17 existing. Uh, they have 16 houses under contract as of Friday. Uh, they had 55 sales in the second quarter. Uh, their sales price per foot went up. It went from $146 a foot to $152 a foot with the average price. The average sales price, though, dropped just like it did in Lewisburg. It dropped from 425000 in the first quarter to 406000 now. So... That tells you, but their days on market was a lot better too. They were 61 days on the market in the first quarter. They're down to 35 days on the market now in the Center Hill School District. And kind of the same thing trends there too. There's only six homes of, well, six homes under 300K listed, but most of those in what are in what we would normally consider a starter home neighborhood, like Devon Parks, those type areas. And when you're sitting there going, those houses are now getting close to 300,000. That's just not – it's not what we're accustomed to in DeSoto County. No. So no. Uh, so that's kind of where the numbers are. So we're still trending good. We're up in some areas, down in others. Uh, but as a whole, the market – is weathering the storm, so to speak, of the interest rates right now.
2: Has there been any changes you've seen as a realtor when it comes to your clients now? You know, like buyers, sellers are. Are there things in there like people don't think about? Like, is it a do the sellers paying closing or buyers paying closing? Are there higher restrictions or uh, people demanding more or less? What, what's become the trends?
3: Well, there again, up to about four fifty, you're still seeing it be a sellers' market. You're not seeing a whole lot of. Concessions in, in that price range. Uh, when you get, when you start trending in the 500 plus, depending on whether it's new, existing, you know, how many houses that builder has, or if he's in a hot subdivision, some of them are paying some concessions. I've seen things where they're offering, some builders have offered to buy down the rate a little bit, things like that. You're starting to see some of that go on in the market. As a general rule, you're seeing a little bit of give and take. It's not a seller's market. It's not a buyer's market. The lower end is a seller's market. The upper end's, not, I wouldn't call it a buyer's market, but it's become more of a buyer's market than it was a year ago.
2: Gotcha. We got you. I got you. Well, I was just curious because that's something that, you know, when I've bought and sold in the past like that, I've noticed that there's been kind of a swing um, you know, you used to make it where the buyers had all the control and be like, yeah, I'll buy it, but you got to pay the closing. you got to do this, you got to do that. I want this fixed. I want that done. And a lot of times the sellers would do all of it just to get the sale. And I was curious if it had flopped since now the prices are where they're at and the averages are where they're at. And, well, uh, it
3: has a little bit, but not like it was, you know, the first 15 years I was in this business, it was customary for almost every seller to pay some closing costs. And then obviously that changed in you know 2020, and that didn't you didn't ever see that happen. Now you're seeing it some. Some aren't. You know, I just sold a, I just put a nice house under contract that's in the 750 plus range, and we didn't give any concessions on it. And it wasn't on the market for more than a few days. But that's not the norm in that price point. You know, in that price point, you're seeing a little bit more negotiation. A little, for the most part. But it's there again. I would call it a normal market. It's not a buyer's or seller's market, so to speak.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha.
3: Um, One thing I have noticed that has kind of been different than normal with the way interest rates have been fluctuating, I had not had it happen until about a week and a half ago, but I'd heard it happening to some other sellers and builders where somebody puts a house under contract and then they call their mortgage company and the rates have gone up half a point since they were quoted what their note would be at a certain point. And their payment now is five or six hundred dollars more than it was, and they back out of the contract. Uh, I had it happen about a week ago. We put a house under contract before the end of the day. You know, we put it under under contract about eleven o'clock in the morning. By the end of the day, I was getting a call from the buyer's agent going, "Hey, they're not going to go through with it. They just got told that their note's going to be six hundred dollars more than what they were told a month ago." So, and you know, you you get it and you, you know, it's just one of those things you battle through. It was actually a new construction home. I called my builder. They said, I understand at least, you know, we didn't lose any days on market. And we, you know, put the house back out to market. So you are seeing some of that happen. Uh, hopefully if interest rates can stabilize and even go down some, that would obviously benefit everybody. But you know, with where the market is right now, I mean, 6.5% interest rates have become the new norm again. So,
2: mm. Well, Brian, do, do me a favor. You know, we didn't discuss uh, you a lot in the beginning of the show. Um, why don't you tell people about Team Couch a little bit? You know, like you you know you, you do a great little deal when we do our uh, our show at the beginning and stuff like that. But um, if you had, you know, 30 seconds to say, hey, you know, uh, if, if you are in the market to do this at our store on, come see me, what, what would you tell the person?
3: Well, there again, we have three full-time agents on our team and a full-time uh, team coordinator in the office. So you have four people that are working for you, not just one, uh, where when you hire just a normal realtor, you know, if you can't get them on the phone, you got to wait till they call you back, where when you're working with us, if I'm in an appointment and I don't answer, you can call my partner, you can call the office, we can get you taken care of. Uh, we pride ourselves, I've said this many times, on being honest and truthful with our clients. We try to be there and be accessible when you need us to be. You know, if you're in the buying end and you call and you happen to be in that $350,000 price range, and a house hits the market, and you call them want to see it, and I say, well, I can't today, I can do that tomorrow, I'm tied up today, you know, that house may be gone. Where with a full team like we have, chances are one of the three of us is going to be able to get you in that house, and if you need to make an offer and you say, hey, this is the house, you didn't miss out on it because you couldn't get access to it.
2: That's an awesome thing right there. That's truly, that's something a lot of people probably wouldn't know. That's a, that's huge, man. Um, uh, Brian, as always, brother, it is a true joy to have you on the pod. I really look forward to getting these numbers because it really does affect a lot of things. A lot of people don't understand the housing uh, prices and values for the area. It's kind of like the, it tells you the, the lifeblood or the health of the community. You know, if things are going up and staying high, then that means our communities are staying in good shape. And it gives people a real outlook of what their houses could be worth or what they, if they're if they in the market to buy stuff in the area. So I uh, really, really appreciate that information. It's always a pleasure. Uh, I know our listeners really enjoy it. And so um, I look forward to getting you back on the podcast again, uh, you know, for the next quarter, brother.
3: Well, I appreciate you having me as always. I love listening every week to the show. You know, some of the jokes Some of the jokes make me cringe, but I still love listening to them. (laughs) love listening to you guys every week and get all the updates on the community.
2: Man, Again, Brian, thanks again for your time, man, and uh, until we get you all next time.
3: Appreciate it. Thanks, Zach.
2: All right, brother, we're clear.
3: All right, so you go cut some of that out.
0: Man, it's great that we have somebody like Brian be able to be a part of our podcast and and inform everybody of what's going on uh, when it comes to real estate needs, uh, what the market's looking like what to look for, how to handle things, when to buy, when to sell, things of that nature as well. You know, most people don't, of course, you know, I mean, I'm the same way. I don't think about it until I need it. But when you need it, you need to make sure that you're talking to somebody who knows what they're talking about to begin with, and Brian's that guy.
2: No, no doubt. You're talking about one of the biggest investments most people have in their entire lives. Yeah. Don't trust it with just anybody. Trust it with somebody whose company has been number one forever and yep. has a reputation of getting you your best price or – selling it for the right price uh, and gives you honest honest answers not just something to you know placate you or make you happy no look your bushes outside suck you need to improve them if you want your house (laughs) to sell i mean somebody needs to tell you the truth sometimes you know what i mean so uh, it's one of those things uh it is what it is but you know always a pleasure to have brian really appreciate him joining us All right, guys, it's time for some dad jokes, man. Right. T, I know you're ready for these, brother. Of course, these are brought to you by our number one insurance agent in all of Olive Branch. That is Ali Lolly of Alpha Insurance. That is the ace agency of Olive Branch. T, I got a little story to throw in here on this one, man. Guess what? Right. The rental car I rented. Yeah. A crack developed right into the windshield two no. days before we brought it back. Man, you're no. talking about just sick to your stomach. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And everything else? Go. Guess what? I text I text Allie. I said, Allie, this is what's happened. And he goes, no problem, Zach. We got you covered. And I was like, okay, but what do I need to do? Are they going to do this? And he goes, let them do what they do, and then let me know what the information is, and we'll take care of it. You don't have to worry about it ever again. And I there was like, well, you know, da, 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 And he's like, you're already too worried about it. I got you covered. So sure enough, I went to the rental company. They said, all right, we're going to have to make a claim on your insurance. I said, okay. I let them know what was going on. He called me. He'd let me know. It's already taken care of. Enjoy your day, brother.
0: That's and what I'm, you want.
2: That is what you want, man. That's what you need. That yeah. you want. And not only that, get this. you know. So I have a deductible to pay for every right. time I have an insurance claim, like everybody does. You know what I mean? It's sure, just part yeah. of it and everything else. So after talking to Allie and talking to insurance, going like that, they cut my deductible in half. Wow! So I'm just trying to tell you like, guys, it, it's more than just a, your lowest quote. Sometimes it's really about the guy who goes the extra mile. Who's can, you can reach him on the phone right. and he's going to take care of you and you have nothing to worry about. I mean, that is what you want. So if you are looking right. in the market for insurance guy, please go over to check out Ali. Adjelali. This guy is the best. And I'm not afraid to say it. That's personal experience And here. I'll tell you what, I'll get him on here to say a few extra words just in case.
3: Thanks, Zach. This is Allie over at Alpha Insurance. If you want an agent that is going to be there for you whenever you need them, answer your phone calls, answer your texts, then I'm the guy for you. Please give me a call at my cell phone, 843-324-0930, or our office line, 662-893-0928. Let me show you what I can do for you.
2: All right, T. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to keep the street going. I know when I left last time, things were pretty good, so I'm going hope I hope I can do. I can do be okay, right. Okay, now, all right, listen now. Don't 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 be
0: like sometimes, you know, like State or Ole Miss, where you know they have a bye week or two, and then uh, you know they, they're <laughs> coming with Alabama, and it's like, what in the hell did you do the last two weeks? So you need to step it up on these days. All right, so. Now.
2: I know two of these are going to get you. I know, but one okay. of them is going to get us canceled. So I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. So here we go. And I'm going to do a few extra since we missed a couple of weeks. So here we okay. go. All right, go All ahead. Right. T, I was in North Korea watching a comedian make fun of Kim Jong-un. Okay. His jokes were terrible, but the execution was great. Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I believe there's a good bit of truth to that, probably. That's yeah. <laughs> more of a T? rumor than a joke.
2: <laughs> T, did you know what my grandfather said to me before he kicked the bucket? What's that, buddy? How far do you think I can kick that bucket? Um. <laughs> <laughs> a competitor to the end, would not he? <laughs> T, I, uh, I watched my ex get into a bad accident. It was ooh, it was a car accident. It was rough. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah, when the when the paramedics showed up, I told him the wrong blood type for her. I think she's finally going to see what it feels like to get rejection. Oh my gosh. That's horrible.
1: <laughs> That's see, a, man,
2: horrible. A, man, a man a man assaulted me with milk, cream and butter. What? Yeah. How dairy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. I bought the I bought the world's worst Lotharis the other day. Not only was it terrible, it was terrible. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. Here's the last yeah, two. Keep. Here's right, the here last two. Here we go. Here's canceling. <laughs> T you ever seen that show Naked and Afraid? I have not. Man, yeah. Friend of mine told me that's what he calls playing hide and seek with his uncle. Oh, oh my gosh.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's the theme song for Mantachi, Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> oh. T, you, you know, we're good friends, man. So, you know, friendship right. is a lot like peeing on yourself. Oh no. I would Every- I guess. <laughs> everyone can see it, but only you get to experience the warm feeling.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs>
2: Come here, buddy. Let me give you a big hug. <laughs> yeah, really. Let's get close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Well, guys, as always, we hope you enjoy the dad jokes. Remember, they're supposed to be corny. Sometimes you're supposed to be like, oh, my gosh, and everything else. We get it. But if you haven't done so already, please make sure you've hit the subscribe button on our podcast, and make sure you tell your friends, your family, and your coworkers to listen out for Can OB Pod. Remember
5: said but we said it all you told me that you wish i was somebody you never met but baby baby something's telling me this ain't over yet no way it was our last night
2: all right guys it's time for our motivational message and of course this is brought to you by our good friends over there at a heating and air conditioning service t i'm excited i'm gonna get yeah. the owner and okay. i think a couple of his employees maybe some of his family there i'm gonna get them on the show to record a little bit so you get to hear Good. their voice you get to see uh, you know what they want to bring to the table explain a little yeah. bit more about themselves and so i hope to be having that on the show for next week i'm pretty excited um Good. so working on that but guys if you, hey you know what's hot out there i mean like i told you earlier if you're having problems with heat and air You need to go check out A Plus Heating and Air Conditioning. Tim, the owner, is a fantastic guy. They do a fantastic job. Family owned. They're going to do you right, treat you right, and you're not going to pay out the nose, man. You're not going to get ripped. There's nothing worse than somebody just taking advantage of somebody who doesn't know. You know – there's, there's always that cliche of, oh, you're low I'm free on Freon. That's going to cost you $80. You know what I mean? And somebody All goes over right. there and hooks something up and you're like, wow, that cost $80. Well, it cost you $80. You know what I mean? so mm-hmm. I, and that's, that's not going to happen here. Tim's going to take care of you. Go to his Facebook page, A Plus Heating and Air Conditioning. You can't miss it. Or you can even call his cell phone, which is 901-496-7867, and we will see you smile because you are going to be so yep. tickled to see how well they take care of their customers. Hey, Great Hey, don't,
0: don't wait till you have a problem. What's more important is making sure that you prevent a problem. So give him a call and make sure that your system is is in good shape because we're only halfway through the summer, folks. Oh, I know it. Remember, it's it was be hot, hot it, until November last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Remember, it was, it was in the 70s at Christmas time. Truth. Truth. So, so get mean, with just, it, people.
2: Get with that's it. That's right. Get with Guys, it. Guys, our motivational message this week is in inspiration of myself and my beautiful wife as we will be celebrating our 20th wedding anniversary as Woo-hoo. of Wednesday. That will be July 19th. Twenty um, years. I cannot believe my amazing, gorgeous wife has stuck with my sorry behind that long. Um, we dated for around six years prior, so yeah, we've been together for you know over twenty five well, years. Well,
0: it's my understanding. The over and under on y'all was twenty three years, so we, we, <laughs> we still don't know yet. <laughs> but uh,
2: yeah, I mean, T this this motivational message talks about communication and um, knowing your spouse, knowing, you know, significant others in your life and understanding that sometimes even you might have a a rough day, there's things you need to do for each other. And I'm the world's worst. I I know it. And so when I, when I heard this, you know, it is a, it is a reflection of myself, of something I can work on and improve, uh, because uh, my beautiful wife, uh, deserves that. And, you know, I really enjoy it with her and sometimes Mm -hmm. I get blinded by ambition or other things going on or let busyness take over. But, uh, uh, she is truly the most special thing in my life. And so um, so this motivational message is kind of uh, in honor of her. It's something I want to work towards. And uh, so happy anniversary, my love. And uh, guys, here's the motivational message.
4: So, yesterday, my husband asked me if I wanted to go to Walmart, and I said, No, honey, I'm so tired, I just want to relax today. And he kind of put his head down and said, Well, all right, well, I'll see you when I get back, and I love you. I waited a good 10 minutes, and I know dang well he just wanted to be with me. And I called him and I said, Honey, I think I do need something from Walmart. No, and I didn't. I said, How far are you? And he said, Only about 10 minutes. You want me to pick you back up? And I said, Please do. And I walked outside and I stood in the driveway waiting on my husband to come and get me, just like we did when we first got together. And seeing that smile on his face, I knew I'd made the right call, literally. See, with my husband, it's about quality time. And although I get exhausted from day to day, I know my husband needs that from me. And I don't ever want to miss an opportunity going to Walmart with him, even if it's just to Walmart. Because one day I'm going to miss that, you know? It's about communication and listening about what, what the other person needs from you. And he needed me yesterday, and I had to give myself to him. That's my marriage for you.
0: Well, the key thing to a long-lasting marriage is learning how to compromise. Mar- I don't care what people say. Oh, it has to be 50-50. It's, it's hardly ever 50-50. Sometimes you're going to be on the short end of the stick. Sometimes you're going to feel like you're the one that's giving all the time. But the, the, at the end of the day, the person has to be worth it to you. And if it's not, that's when things fail. And even even doing just some of the, the small things together, like going to Walmart. Okay, Look, when we were down in Jamaica... Uh, the second day we were down there, uh, there was a guy that worked down there that, uh, around the pool that wanted people to be part of the water aerobics. And that was something that uh, that my wife wanted to do. And, you know, I didn't feel like doing anything like that. I was on vacation, you know. So uh, she got in the water with it and everything. And then I thought to myself, you know, she came down here to have a good time, just going out there and have a good time with her. And we did. You know, I, I got out there and joined her. But, you know. I don't say that to brag about anything. My point of it is is sometimes just the tiniest little things that you may think is, is insignificant to you can sometimes make the difference in making somebody's day. And who, who doesn't want to make the day of their spouse by giving a little more of yourself, even when you may not feel like doing so? And so you have to think about those times when your spouse does that for you as well. So it's a it's a it's an ongoing process. Things aren't always pretty all the time, but uh, it's a commitment like none other
2: you'll have in your life. Man, well said, brother. Well said, man. One hundred percent. You know, uh, you you took the words right out of the mouth, man. You did an awesome job there, brother. Appreciate you. You bet. <laughs>
0: And now it's time for random fact stories you likely didn't know. Brought to you by our good friends at Old Town Fitness. Hey, if you're looking for a non-typical gym that teaches its clients in a friendly atmosphere, no pressure, no judgment, this is the place for you folks. Go check them out. Meet the amazing owners. They want to help you reach your fitness goals. Today, they're located at 9045 Highway 178 in Olive Branch. They're open Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to noon, and then again from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., and on Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. All right, Zach, we got a couple of interesting ones that are going on here. This first one really makes sense. Uh, I hate it had to be this way, but hey, whatever it takes. Did you know? That in 1960, an Australian man won over $3 million in the lottery there. Now, his pictures and his personal details were published on the front pages of newspapers, just like they are here. In a lot of states in America, with the lottery, they publicize who you are and where you're from. Well, shortly after they did that for him, his eight-year-old son was kidnapped for ransom and eventually murdered and that changed the anonymity laws of lottery winners in Australia forever.
2: That's terrible. You you think you're the luckiest guy in the world, and then you lose what's really valuable to you. Yeah, that's
0: right. Man, that's that's, that's horrible. That's horrible. Because
2: because they want to put your business out there.
0: Mm. But, hey, if you know that going into it, there's not much you can say about it then. That's for sure. True All right, that. moving on. Hey, this is this is okay, I guess, if you're a, 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 a <laughs> jaguar. Did you know that in South America, jaguars seek out the roots of kapai uh, plants and gnaw on them until they start to hallucinate? It's like a big old wow. lollipop for them. How about that? Nice. They love to. Get, they, apparently, they love to get high, and it is widespread and observable in the South American forest. Watching them do that. I guess everybody enjoys a little recreation. I guess they ain't got nothing else to do. (laughs) I tell you what, if I was in a South American forest, first of all, that would be a mistake. Second of all, I'm going to make sure I have a handful of this uh, this type of plant and throw it at them so (laughs) they make sure they don't eat me. That's for sure. All right. And the last one. Did you know? Hey, this is pretty interesting. In 1976, a Princeton junior undergraduate wrote a term paper on how to make a nuclear bomb. He got an A for the paper, but he never got the paper back because it was seized by the FBI.
2: Wow! How about that? Wow! Mm. Yeah, but they don't but know. Hey, but they don't know who brought cocaine into the White House. Oh, don't get me started on politics, man. <laughs> it's just well, do you, you hear Kamala Harris also say that the way to reduce, you know, to fix climate is to reduce the population? I mean, oh, she sounds like, like Bill Gates. Yeah, the Mike Pence says, uh, you know, the people in the United States are not his concern. The Ukrainian war yeah. is. I'm yeah. just like, yeah, I, I can't even watch politics. It, it's so well, backwards. It, it,
0: it's amazing how they found all the people within a five square mile, uh, five square mile radius of the Capitol on January 6, but they don't know who brought in brought in a bag of bag of cocaine. In the the most
2: House. secure building in the United <laughs> States, if not the world, and no one knows how cocaine got in there.
0: I saw a tweet where somebody put. It's a, it's a, it's cocaine man it's not that big of a deal and somebody replied tell me you don't snort cocaine without telling me you don't use <laughs> <Yeah>. cocaine truth
1: <laughs> truth <laughs>
2: All right, guys, it's our movie and TV review time. And this week, I was lucky enough to go see Indiana Jones and in the I Dial it I want, of Destiny. I want to see it. I want to see it. So this is the fifth, fifth and supposed final installment of the Indiana Jones series. And uh, so be prepared. Could be a little bit of spoilers ahead. So if that's not something you want to hear, you know, you might want to you know hit the fast forward button or whatever. Um, but, T, overall, if I had to rank all the Indiana Jones movies, you know, one through five, okay? Number one, you know, had The Ark. Number two was The Temple of Doom. Three, Last Crusade. Fourth one, The Crystal Skull. And the fifth one, Dial of Destiny. The Dial of Destiny ranks as number four, four out of the series. That's what I've heard
0: uh, uh, from other folks. That's, that's it was better too.
2: than the last one, which was an absolute yeah. atrocity, which was The Crystal Skull. <laughs> I'll never forget watching Shia LaBeouf get onto a yeah. vine and swing faster than a jeep going at 45 miles an hour. <laughs> Once you saw that, you had the whole deal of jumping the shark to its literal ledge, and it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it was yeah. attached to Harrison Ford. He's one, I really enjoy him as an actor. So, um, The Dial of Destiny has a good premise. They do a good job of cleaning up the mistakes of the last movie. Oh, okay. Um, and so, like, yeah, they fix errors of the previous movie to make this one better. Uh, it does some really good, you know, settings and times and different things. I think mm. they chose a good, good actor as your arch nemesis or bad guy. However, it falls heavily short when it comes to the classic... Um, having your main henchman and then your main bad guy, yeah. and then you know the you know when you you're having a kid attached, they did a lot of throwbacks to some of the other ones, but unfortunately it was just a little flat, um, lacked a little bit, and um, it, it's just unfortunate. You know, yeah, it, I think it was entertaining, worth watching. I don't know if it's worth the money to go to a movie theater to watch. I think it's more of really? a way okay. to the stream kind of thing. Um, but overall I give it a, a solid six and a half, seven stars out of 10. Yeah. Um, yeah. like I said, an in a joinable movie. <clears throat> it just, here, here's my biggest thing is spoilery. There's not a single booby trap in the entire movie. Wow. Really? And you know, as well as I do any Indiana Jones movie, you always looking for, them. you want to look for them. That's the part yeah. of the fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to be a part of solving the puzzle or feel like you're a part of it. Right. This one not so much. It was more like yeah. it was spoon fed to you in giant gulps. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. You know, and so that 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 was a little disappointing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but overall, well, again, it's still entertaining. still good. Hey, good. They brought some characters back from some of the original ones. You know? Oh, okay. So it was almost like Indiana Jones and Geriatric Ward Dial of Destiny. Uh, yeah. But they do a good job. like I said, overall, yeah. I was impressed. Uh, worth watching. Uh, so. You know, if you're a movie person and you enjoy Indiana Jones, go see it. If you're a person that can wait to stream, go stream.
4: Yeah.
0: Well, I I did hear the other day that they're considering a sixth one. And it's supposed to be called something along the lines of Indiana Jones and the House of Hospice. (laughs) God, that's so wrong. that, 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 That might be the final one.
2: All right, guys, it's time for our sports section. And I've been saying it for weeks, guys, but I finally got him on here. I've got Coach Cagle join us on the podcast to talk about his amazing successful season. State champion, 6A, Lewisburg Patriots. Yeah. Just an absolutely fantastic guy, great coach, and, you know, has done some remarkable things in his career. And so it's always a pleasure to have him on the show. So, look, let's go to this interview now. Hey guys, I got my good friend Rusty Cagle with me, Coach Cagle of the Lewisburg Patriots. Coach, man, how are we doing on this fine Sunday afternoon?
5: Man, I'm doing well. Just coming back from family vacation and uh, finally got it to work out where we got to spend a little time on the phone with
2: you. I heard that, man. It's been, uh, you know, what do you call it, phone tag? We've been doing this for a few weeks now. Well, man, Cagle, I got to tell you, man, congrats, dude. What an absolutely amazing job this past season. Uh, You all got to play into the summer, which usually means you're playing for a state title and not only playing for the state title, but you won it. And I've had the—I'm sure—the absolute joy of having to try to figure out how big a ring do I want, and how many diamonds, how many this. That,
1: <laughs>
5: Absolutely, I got—I got a big one. I know that because we—we, uh, we, you don't know when you're ever going to do it again, and uh, so you know we had a a ten-year drought, and uh, so we made sure we uh, we got one that that you know we felt good about.
2: That's awesome, man. Well, you know what? That's a good problem to have. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, Win in Rome, do your thing. Um, well, look, you know, I know. There was, I know your fans were hard and heavy there and washed it down like that. But for the average listener, man, what was the state title like, man? Give give us the, a quick synopsis of how it went, and you know, when was the moment you knew? You know,
5: uh, it was it was awesome. You know, um, uh, game one, Caden Baker, um, you know, uh, went six and two thirds through the ball really, really well, um, and we scored just the way we we you know we had scored all year long. We had a couple of ugly runs, and I think we scored maybe. I can't remember exactly what happened, but I know we scored. I know Gunnar Yelma maybe got an infield hit or an error. I'm not sure, but they scored it, but a two-out run, and then uh, we found a way to get another one. I can't remember exactly how we did that off the top of my head, but our pitching was dominant. We played great defense, and then uh, Talon came in and got the last out in the seventh inning, and we went two to one. And then uh, game two, uh, we just we scored early and uh, set the tone, and, and I think we were able to um, we were we were able to run the bases on them really well, and uh, we took advantage of that and uh, Talon threw the ball great, and then in the sixth we uh, we blew it open, and um, you know uh, Matthew Osteen and Stone McKay finished it off in the seventh.
2: Wow. So, that's awesome, man. Well, you know, coach, it's no secret, man. Yeah, your uh, your pitching arsenal, as I like to say, um, was uh, pretty pretty special this year, and um, and I, you know, and if the average listener doesn't know, you you only had what two seniors on the team, and uh, yeah. so you know you have a lot coming back. So it's not even a reload; it's just a you know. We're still – the gun's still loaded, you know what I mean, so. <laughs> well,
5: yeah, I mean, two seniors, Jared Morris, Gage Haley, both tremendous players, both had great um, state championships and, uh, you know, played played well for us defensively and offensively all year. Uh, both of them pitched a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, we do return uh, 15, 15 juniors. And, uh, you know, we, we ought to be um, – we ought to be ready to go, you know, in February again.
2: Way to be shy, right there. Only fifteen juniors coming back from a state championship team. You know, that's yeah. Yeah. You know, to any other person, we would say that's not loaded. That's uh, that's called a stacked deck. And so, uh, <laughs> well,
5: you know, I mean, look, we we did, we won it in 2013, and then in 14 we weren't we weren't as hungry, and uh, that's the um, that's the goals. Figure out how to get these kids motivated. Most of them are going to be committed. Um, and, you know, so college commitment's not a motivation. Winning the state championship's not a motivation. So what is it? What, what gets us ready to go uh, in February to play, you know, to raise our bar? Because, you know, moving to 7A, it's going to be tough.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's you, I'm happy you brought that up. I mean, you're going to 7A. What is the new division for Lewisburg for the listener that doesn't know?
5: Well, it's, uh, <coughs> it's Lewisburg, DeSoto Central, Horn Lake, South Haven, Hernando, Oxford. It ought to be, uh, it ought to be a really, really, um, tough division.
2: Look, let's put it this way. Four of those teams, we're going to just be honest with ourselves. Four of those teams are potentially top 10 teams in the state every year. You yeah. It's, I mean? it's, um,
5: it's going to be, it's going to be tough. Um, I believe they're taking four teams. So, you know, we ought to, you know, yeah, there's plenty of room to go around, but but it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be competitive, and I know Oxford was a, a great team. We had a great three game series with those guys, and uh, so I know they're gonna be tough. DC is always tough. Hernando is loaded. Um, so, you know, uh, so I, we, we play with some of the South Haven kids uh, in the summer. I know they got a, a really, really good arm that will be a senior there. So, you know, we don't expect it to be a cakewalk at all. We know it's going to be very competitive and watch we'll the player best. but we'll to get better.
2: Coach, you mentioned Hernando. You mentioned D.C. Uh, you not only did a change of division, but there's also some big changes in coaches In our county and in your division there hernando's coach is no longer there and moved to arkansas and the desoto central's coach has moved on i believe he's now the guy at starkville Uh, and they got new young blood coming in there um what are your thoughts on all the you know carousel of coaching changes
5: well i think it's uh nature of the beast in coaching you know it's it's um Opportunities come up and you got to decide whether you take those or, or, or pass them. And, uh, you know, those two guys um, at, at D.C. and Hernando found opportunities that they wanted to take and, you know, more power to them. You know, I think Mark Monaghan was a, a tremendous coach. We had a lot of great battles and, uh, you know, we should well, And you know, Coach Lara. I, I know he's got at least got 25 in and uh, he may have had time to want to do something else or or uh, I'm not really sure of that situation um but yeah i mean you know uh brian lewis coming in uh and i know brian very well he, he does a great job uh he'll be high energy and those guys you know those guys will buy into what he's what he's teaching and selling uh, very quickly and then um you know the guy at, at uh hernando um he's young and this will be his first head job but i know he's going to be full of energy and ready to go you know everybody got their first job at some point you know he just got his with a a loaded team that's you know in in my opinion a lot of other people's opinion is uh you know talented enough to win a state championship so you know it's going to be tough but uh, we're looking forward to it
2: i hear you coach i hear you well you know coach uh, you know i appreciate you being um pc and you know polite and everything like that the hernando job is a sticky situation you know the There's a lot of rumors out there that Coach Lara was forced out and things have changed or things have soured. So I'm very curious to see how the Hernando program blossoms on our new guy. Uh, We'll just have to see how that goes and how the season runs, as they say. But. Um, other than that coach, man, you know, what is it to look forward to coming into the new school year? Uh, I know we've talked about a new division, new coaches and everything else, but, um, I know your new goal is stay hungry. I said, but is there any other changes that you're looking, uh, you know, to tackle or coming up for the baseball program, anything going on this year that's going to be different that parents should know about?
5: Uh, well, you know, they did pass the, uh, the, uh, communication or the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The electronic communication. Um, you know the pitch type thing that they're using in college. They did approve that for high school baseball, which will be um, interesting to see how that how that you know plays in the high school baseball. Um, now, to the average you know listener, I mean, what, what explain that
2: to somebody who doesn't know what that means?
5: Basically, it's a it's a a pager for your pitcher and your catcher. Colleges wear it on their infielders as well. It Basically, tells the pitcher and catcher what pitch to throw without having to give a sign um and um so you know a lot of colleges use that um every college probably uses that and um you know it's now been approved for high school sports so cool. we'll see we'll see how it translates i don't really know if we're going to use it or not we we kind of came up with our own little system that we liked and we'll, we'll talk about it this fall and see if we want to get to it
2: I got you. Well, I can I, I wouldn't surprise me a bit if I see Lewis Bird being the tip of the spear when it comes to something new like that. <laughs> well, so. no, we will see. We'll see. I mean, you know, you don't
5: want to you don't want sometimes the best thing to do is get out of the way and let them play, right? I mean, you that's, right. That's, that's you sometimes, right. sometimes that's, that's the best thing. That to do, is do.
2: So. that's true coach's motto right there, man. You know? Yeah. That is yeah. that is truth right there. So, coach, all right. So, I uh, know you got all these juniors coming in here, so you got the two seniors leaving out. Give us a rundown. Who are the kids to be looking out for in the next season um, that are going to be uh, you know, on the field for you?
5: Well, uh, we, we return a lot of guys. Uh, you know, we, we'll return. My son will be a senior, Trey Cagle behind the plate. Uh, my shortstop, Cody Gilmore, is back. My second baseman, Austin Hannigan, is back. Um, Easton Fezmeyer in uh, center field is back. Cooper Bennett in left. Sam Richardson probably going to transition to third. And then, uh, you know, we got a spot in right field we're not sure about. And then we got a couple of good sophomores going to be juniors um, Ethan Barnes, Preston Sowell, that we feel like will we'll be pressing for, for playing time in the infield. And, um, you know, um, Stone McKay is going to get a chance to swing the bat. He was injured most of the year last year, but uh, we like what he can do with the bat, too. So um, I may be leaving out. Uh, we like a guy named Andrew Hendrahusky, an outfielder. Uh, who can run quick, athletic? Um, we like him. We don't. We're not. We're not really sure yet. We got some a couple spots we got to figure out, and then uh, you know, back on the mound, we'll hopefully have everybody back and healthy and and ready to go.
2: I heard that. Now I know that list was long and plentiful, but um, what uh, I know you like you mentioned earlier, you've got some kids that have got some early commitments or are eyeballing certain schools. Uh, you can throw a yeah. few of those at us.
5: Well. Uh, Start with the newest. Austin Hannigan was a Southeast Louisiana commit, but he just committed to Memphis. Um, you know, the, the coaches Southeast Louisiana got fired Got fired there and took the Memphis job. Um, Matt Riser, a really, really good coach. Um, so Austin followed his coach to Memphis. Um, Stone McKay is going to be an Ole Miss Rebel. Um, Matthew Osteen is going to be a, a Louisiana uh raging cajun um caden baker is going to be a baylor bear um gunner gilmore going to be an air force uh i don't know what you get with are they, are they falcons i think that's what they are
2: falcons. i believe they are and gunner gilmore's dad wasn't he also air force Isn't that family he, tradition? he's
5: still currently air force correct that's yeah right. yeah Gunnar's gonna um gunner had surgery this summer and uh, he should be back for uh for football season this year, at some point, and we hope to have him back full speed for baseball as well. So um, he's going to go be a fighter pilot, and he's also going to be a be a pitcher for Air Force. That's awesome. Um, so, and then we have, you know, um, Sam Richardson is going to is going to commit somewhere. He was a he was a Missouri commit. They let their coach go, so now he's uncommitted. He's going to, you know, he's going to have some draft chances and that type thing. Um, and then Trey and Easton and Cooper. Uh, Matt McGee's getting some looks, you know. So there's there's more that I'm not uh, I'm leaving out. Just as I'm driving, I'm trying to think about them. Uh, obviously, Tylen Haley, who was um, you know the MVP of the state championship as a sophomore, he'll, he's going to Vandy and and uh, he will be back ready to go. So um, the cupboard is not bare. Um, we just gotta you know we gotta we gotta can't worry about last year. We gotta you know worry about this year. You know?
2: I heard so, that. I heard that. Uh, well, coach, man, look, like you said, I know you're driving home after family vacation, and you spent some time for us on the show. I really appreciate it, uh, coach. I can't thank you enough for joining us the time, and man, really appreciate uh, giving us the insight on the baseball season and the state championship. Congrats to that. And the last thing we've got to put on there, coach, you know, like I told you, you got to fluff your feathers a little bit. Congratulations on winning coach of the year. By the way, I think that's I a huge honor. Man. Well deserved, man. Well, <laughs> I well deserved. You.
5: It is a complete uh, staff award. Um, you know, some of the things that uh, they told me they, that they loved about our program were things that uh, I have nothing to do with. That uh, you know, things that Matt Hammond does, and uh, so I got to make sure that you know my assistant coaches that that don't that work behind the scenes don't get a lot of credit. They they take some of this because this was definitely not a one man job.
2: Yes, no doubt, no doubt. Well, congratulations to you, your staff, your kids. Um, you know it's a great program it is continued success and we enjoy talking and looking and watching and hearing about it and appreciate you joining the pod as always coach and so uh, wish you well enjoy the rest of your summer and uh, look forward to talking to baseball again soon
5: all right man thanks for
2: having me well, guys, we really hope y'all enjoyed the show. I uh, really appreciate you sticking with us. I know we were gone for a couple of weeks, um, but man, we're going to keep hitting it hard uh, and add more. we got a lot of stuff going on. We are looking for some new guests. I'm not going to name names yet, but I'm going to be doing some feelers out this week, and I hope to get both of them on the show. Um, You know, to really kind of talk some things out for our county and all the branch, especially Uh, looking forward to trying to get some other sports figures on. We've got football coming up. The summer is ending for the students in two weeks. Uh, So a lot of things are about to kick into high gear. Looking forward to trying to make another motivational uh, video. We put on out every year with our football coaches and get our pregame show going. Last year we had a Top Gun theme that was uh, a huge hit. Got thousands and thousands of views and likes and so on. And it was it was a great, great experience. And just got some great football coaches in our area that just love to do it, to you know promote their programs, the kids. And yeah. uh, they're good friends, and it's just it's fantastic. And so uh, a lot of good things coming up on the podcast. So, like as always, guys, please share this with your friends, your family, your coworkers. Let them know what's going on. Tell them to join us, listen in, the whole nine yards. But other than that, uh, we're going to call it for this one. So this is OB Pod, and I'm Zach. I'm T. And we'll see you all next week.
1: So hungry Can we Please go eat It's time To decide What do you Wanna eat Chick-fil-A They're closed because it's Sunday Chipotle Had a burrito Yesterday How about steak? I already know what you'll say That's not what you want today Now I can see that if I wanna eat I'm gonna have to leave you behind, yeah No matter where I go, just want you to know I hope you make up your mind I am I you too hungry. I'm gonna go in. You're gonna go in without me. Goodbye, Where goodbye. Are you going? Where goodbye, are you goodbye.